This is the truth about Algorand. We're about to reveal some crazy facts about Algorand that you don't know about. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about Algorand. Algorand. You hear about it all the time now. We got FIFA World Cup coming up. Mm. They are official pa- partners of FIFA, with FIFA. Yep. What is the truth about Algorand? There's a lot of interesting facts I think a lot of people may not know about because mm-hmm. you don't, previous to this FIFA World Cup run-up where we've talked about it a little bit more in the Discord recently on our Twitter accounts, you may not really know what is Algorand doing over there. Yeah, they, they've kind of been under the radar, a sleeping giant, yeah. if you will. Um, but today, that's why I think it's the perfect time with their, you know, the coin's been pumping a little bit. Um, we're going to look under the hood, talk about the technology, the team, the partners, what their roadmap is for the future, and eventually come to a conclusion if we think it's a good thing to have in your portfolio or not. And I'm happy to talk about Algorand today because this is definitely one of my bigger holdings. There so you go. I will reveal that off the top. Yep. And then we'll wait to find out at the end whether, whether you hold any yeah. or would you buy any. That's it. So, you know, jumping right into the thesis of Algorand, I, I feel like <laughs> it's the same. I know, I know. It's the same. Know. You go to every layer, one's, every layer one's website. We're the first layer one yeah. blockchain to solve the trilemma. Yeah. Fast. Fast, scalable. secure, scalable, decentralized. Yeah. Like, we've got it all. It's like, yeah. okay, I've, I've heard this before. Yeah, the spiel, the I stick. Mean, so I guess what, what sets Algorand apart is it's pure proof of stake, right? right. So... It's even more decentralized than Ethereum, which has just moved to proof of stake or all the other proof of stake coins because it it's randomized the node selection for processing the transactions and validating. Yeah. So, so I saw that. that um, so the Ethereum 2.0, there was some, what, some post where it's um, two validators or so control 46% of the network. Yeah, it's not good. Right, something like that, right? Yeah. So not centralized piece of crap. So... To what Shane is talking about here in terms of pure proof of stake and true decentralization, the great thing about Algorand is the fact that anybody can be a validator, anybody can be a node. Whereas with Ethereum, so I think it was, you have to have held 32 Ethereum to be selected as a, as a validator. Right. With Algorand, it can be anybody. Yeah, so that, um, that creates a few advantages on their blockchain compared to other layer ones. So it's spreading out the processing power, which makes it able to maintain high speeds because it's not getting you know clugged down with maybe one node or whatever it is. And it also makes it even more secure and harder to hack because it's, be, it's randomized the nodes that are being selected. And again, because it's not centralized on certain nodes, um, in theory, according to Algorand, it makes it even more secure, the network. Mm. So, you know, we're judging by what they're saying. We'll see. We're still early days with Algorand, but um, it looks like they have a, a bit of a, a, a spin on proof of stake that makes their network special. Yeah, no, I really like it. It makes a lot of sense. Um, this is So this is a token that's down 90% from its all-time high. I like it. 
<laughs> I know we like it. Yeah. Most people see that. Like, I'm not touching it. Yeah. You know, they have a market cap of 3.6 billion and 70% of their tokens are in circulation right now. All pretty good things considering if you compare it to other layer one blockchains, right? Like if you look at, you know, Cardano, which is sitting at like 60 billion or Ethereum, which is at a hundred and 200 and something billion. Um, Solana, which is at 50 plus billion. This is at two point three point six billion dollar market cap. It's really small. Mm. What's the utility of the of the Algorand token? Yeah, so um, I mean, there's interesting things going on when you now we'll, you dive a little bit further into the ecosystem, um, and it's kind of similar to a pro- or some projects that we were talking about over the past few weeks, where they're they're working on co chains, so they're going to allow developers to build different chains in the Algorand ecosystem that might have a little bit of different rules than the main Algorand uh, layer one but they're still going to be using the Algorand token as the backbone. Right. We we're talking about Cosmos. It's similar to Cosmos in that way. So the whatever's being built within the ecosystem can utilize Algo yep. to process transaction fees and all, right? right? Exactly. Secure the network. Yep. Right. Excellent. You know what one thing I found interesting about um, Algorand is, is the founder. Mm, this, me too. Uh, yeah. Silvio McCauley guy. Yeah. He's the co-inventor of Zero Knowledge Proofs. It's incredible. And, uh, probabilistic encryption. That's a don't you know I couldn't, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I couldn't say that word. But zero knowledge proofs we know about. We've been talking about that on the show for a while. Uh, you know, uh, Mina Protocol, one of our favorite projects, uses zero knowledge. This guy invented it. So, wow. you know, he's obviously he got, got something going on there. Um, it's always nice to see a founder that is, has that proprietary tech and that background in the industry to, to give a leg up to a project. You know, a founder-driven project in crypto is when you have that strong leader, that strong founder, that's that's always a green tick for me. Yeah, he's one of like the first few people in crypto, really. Like, yeah, OG he won the Turing Award as well in 20, 2012. That's right. Um, he's, yeah, I mean, you you always want to look at who are the founders, who's on the team, you know, who are their advisors, and when you have people like this, it's a it's a check mark for sure. They also just made some waves lately because they hired a new CEO who is an ex JP Morgan executive. Um, and I think there was another another new hire. They had uh, appointment of um, Michelle Quinta Quintagli as the chief marketing officer, who was the, previously the head of communications for Visa. Right. So you know, we always like to connect the dots here. You're bringing in some big names from J.P. Morgan and Visa. You know, I know Algorand is the DeFi hub of the world, right? So uh, will be. Yeah, yeah. I see it coming. Um, we already thinking about we're bringing in zero knowledge. You know, we're even in the visa fucking person. Yeah, so we're good. yeah, yeah, you're good. So <laughs> there's, uh, they're making some moves for sure. Another, um, another kind of theme that we've had on the show is we like the sustainable tokens. We like the mm. green tokens, the one with minimal environmental impact. Um, you know, off the proof of, proof of stake adds to that. Um, but not only is Algorand pure proof of stake, which is inherently better for the environment, but they've partnered with Climate Trade to offset any carbon emissions that are come from their blockchain. So not only are they not emitting as much as maybe some proof of work and more old school proof of stake, but all that they are emitting, they've partnered with a company to offset that. Yeah, so Algorand's carbon negative. Correct. Right? So I like that. So that's pretty cool because they, they, they purchase carbon credits and then the more they use, they can just offset it and sell it off. So yeah, that's great. So, and you know, as, as green energy and renewability and uh, sustainability continue to become trends in our world, I think these green coins are going to see tailwinds from that. Absolutely. Back to um, some people that they've added to the, to the team here. So did you know that Algorand owns Napster? 
No. So I, they own Napster. Yeah, they bought out Napster. Wow. Um, so I'm not sure for people who are listening how old you are, but <laughs> Napster used to be like the, the Spotify almost for its peer-to-peer sharing of music. So you'd have to download a song. It would take like what, an hour or yeah. something depending on your internet Napster speeds. was the original place that you could pirate music off of. Yeah. Did you use Napster when you were younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still remember, I like, you know, I love music. I remember downloading Napster for the first time. And the first song I ever downloaded was I'm Blue by Eiffel 65 or whatever it is. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there and, you know, you're used to going to a store and paying for music. I'm sitting there in my basement. I just like click on it, wait an hour. It comes up and I just play. I'm like, whoa. This is the start of a new world. I think I downloaded like Big Willie style by Will Smith. And I was, man, I was grooving. (laughs) So Napster is a peer-to-peer music streaming platform and they're looking to launch their own token. So if this, this is being built on Algorand. So what I'm starting to see now, just piecing it all together, they just hired uh, the Roblox music chief. He's now the CEO of Napster. So I'm seeing the evolution of Web3 here in terms of where music's going to go. Mm. You know, the NFT side of things, tokenizing music so that the, the musician is rewarded for their efforts for a very long time thereafter. You know, because artists on Spotify don't really make much. You got the CEO of Spotify making billions, but the artists aren't really making too much, right? So Yeah, and, and that comes, it all kind of makes sense because Algorand also recently partnered with LimeWire yes. to build their music NFT marketplace. So it's clear they're trying to move into that music NFT space. And that's going to be one of, the, I think, going to be one of the biggest spaces for NFTs, you know, aside from you know everything we, we've discussed with supply chains and all, all that. But this will probably be, after the monkey JPEGs, mm. I think music will be the easiest to transition to and be the next hot, like one of the hot sectors. Yeah, I can see that definitely being a trend for the next bull run. Music yeah. NFTs, for so. sure. Um, so other other interesting things, you know, we will get to the FIFA World Cup partnership because I think that's the big one. Mm. Um, but a couple of other things that they launched recently, I was reading about this state proofs that they just launched. So I was reading a, a quote from the founder guy, whatever his name was, uh, Silvio. And, you know, he's very technical because he's OG crypto guys. It's hard to decipher these OG crypto guys when they like tweet something. You know, like whenever Vitalik tweets, you're like, yeah, what the fuck did he just say? (laughs) Um, So I'm trying to decipher exactly what he said, but state proofs, it enables the blockchain to digitally sign any message in a way that is easily verifiable, verifiable by everyone. It's a truly decentralized and secure way of verifying things. Whereas some chains like maybe Solana, for example, are centralized in the way that they're verifying. This, again, it, it's this pure proof of stake. Now they're putting it into action with this state proofs. It's decentralizing it even further. So what they're saying, what that's going to do is it, it makes it even safer and more secure. I guess they've been worried about one of these things in crypto is quantum computing. Yeah. When that kind of comes to fruition, they're saying that it could make quantum computing could overpower blockchains and make it very easy for quantum computing to hack. Right, that but makes this sense. State proofs now protects them against quantum computing hacks. Huh. So they say. So it's more, much more secure, much more decentralized, and I think they're they're saying it's going to drive adoption for projects that are looking to build secure DApps on on like layer one. While Algorand is now one of the most secure. One step ahead of the game, really. I like it. That's excellent. So, should we jump into the? Actually, no. There's something you brought up to me yesterday. I think it was. It was the M, was there something to do with the NBA? That's right. That, so, w- that looked cool. Yeah. That looked really sick. So if you look at the Algorand ecosystem, it is still early days. There's not a ton of consumer-facing projects, uh, but one that caught my eye was an officially 
partnered with the NBA, the Basketball League in America here. Um, it's like an augmented reality board tile game uh, where <laughs> with NFT integration. So, you know, you select your players on your phone and it's like augmented reality and they kind of like pop up and you're playing like an NBA basketball board game against someone else built with built on the Algorand blockchain. So you can start to see they're, they're going into this game fi. So they're moving into music. They're moving into games. You know, it's slowly coming out. And the fact that it's officially licensed, partner with the NBA. That's what I mean. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. And again, under the radar completely. Yeah. Um, I actually emailed them. I was like, Did hey, you? if you send me a game, we'll play it on the show. You know, something like It looked really cool. Yeah, no, it looks sick. Yeah. Because so. you, you see a lot of these games coming out of these projects and these NFTs and whatnot. And when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck, this is crystal clear. This is beautiful. Like, yeah. So it's called Flex NBA. So hopefully they send us a Flex NBA and we'll we'll give we'll give you guys a little preview. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, so I guess on the topic of sports, mm -hmm. we do have that FIFA partnership um, that's coming up. So I guess what's happening here is FIFA is going to be using Algorand and again in the NFT space, it's to capture the moments from from the event. Huge. And it's not just for the men's FIFA World Cup; it's also for the women's in 2023 as well. So it's going to the tailwind will continue to be there. Algorand is going to receive massive marketing from from FIFA during this World Cup. Last year, it was three point something billion that tuned into the World Cup. This year, they're expecting five billion. It's all, yes, crazy. So that's a lot of exposure to the entire world uh, for an extended period of like a month and a half or so. You're going to see Algorand everywhere. So that could be really good for the token price with this event going on. I think that's one of the main reasons why Algorand has been pumping lately is because people are starting to see these hypey plays. You know, we did that episode about the um, the tokens and crypto coins that we think could pump leading into the World Cup. So we did an entire episode covering that. If you missed that one, check that one out. But Algorand was one of the ones we talked about. Um, so I think leading up to the World Cup, which is in November, November 20th or something it starts, yeah. Algorand can, could continue to pump. And not only are they doing this, they're taking the best moments of the World Cup and tokenizing them as NFTs. And, you know, NBA Top Shot did that. There was NFL. Remember I bought that pack? Yeah, yeah. got Jalen Waddle. Waddle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really cool. And it's, you know, fans of soccer, there are billions around the world can trade these moments. You know, imagine getting the, the messy goal that wins the World right? Cup. man. That's great. Yeah, that's That'd be sick. awesome. Yeah, yeah. But they're, uh, they're also going to be building a digital wallet, I guess, to hold these things. Right. A specific, like, a FIFA wallet, which you know that they're going to do more stuff down the road with. And it's built on Algorand. Mm. It's not, yeah, as you said, it's not just the Men's World Cup. It's not even just the Women's World Cup. They're now their blockchain partner. So whatever they're going to be doing down the road, whether it's NFTs, blockchain, streaming, whatever it is, blockchain, it's Algorand. Mm -hmm. Every four years we have the World Cup. FIFA's, FIFA does other things as well. So they do. I don't think you can really understate how massive of a partnership this is. You're getting exposure to you know nearly half the world. It's pretty freaking massive. Yeah. Um, and so reading into that partnership, one of the main reasons that FIFA chose Algorand is because they are known as one of the most green and sustainable blockchains. There we go. So it's proving our thesis that green and sustainable coins will win because big corporations and governments and organizations, they want to be associated with these things. Yeah. You know, it just looks good to partner with these. Obviously, it's good for the for the environment and good for the world, but it's it's a good PR move for these companies to choose the green coins. Also, my proof of work was receiving such a knock lately, right? With Bitcoin and Ethereum having to switch to 2.0 and all that, right? With the ESG movement and... Yep. Yeah, so lots of good things for Algorand. You know, they're tip ticking into, um, you know, music and sports, two 
absolutely massive industries mm-hmm. and th- some really good partnerships there. What else you got on Algorand? I mean, it's something that we've talked about a bunch over the last little bit. They're also in that uh, that ISO ISO compliant crypto there box, right? So ISO 2022, along with XRP, XLM, XDC, Quant, HBAR, Algorand is right there. Mm. You know, it's part of that possible backbone for the new financial system for SWIFT. All the banks, all the governments, all the central banks getting in on this new financial institution. Algorand's in that box. Those tokens have been pumping lately, and that's another reason that Algorand is coming up. So speaking to the ISO standard and you know the SWIFT and banking systems and sending currencies across borders, they actually have a partnership with the Nigerian government as well. That is a massive, uh, I think, untapped market because typically people over there don't necessarily have access to the banking system. So, but there's a shit ton of people with cell phones. I think it's like 90% of the world owns a cell phone, but there's a large percentage of people don't have access to banking. Right. So there's this huge market of the unbanked. And this is where we talked about like XLM and how they, they're targeting just peer to peer. With Algorand, with this partnership with the Nigerian government, I'm thinking, you know, from a DeFi perspective, from a finance perspective, the ability to be able to send um, coins or whatever currency from one individual to another. And I see that in a, in a developing nation. So I see that partnership as a really big one that yeah. will poke its head out a little bit later on. It's under the radar for sure. And it's interesting, you know, you talk about Nigeria. I think we talked about this a while ago. I saw this stat about population growth in the world over the next like 20 or 50 years, whatever it was, because China's population is expected to dramatically de- decline. India is going to be the most populous nation. There was, it was like a chart. It had like, you know, the top 10 most populous countries right now. And then the top 10 most populous countries in 20 and 50 years, Nigeria is going to be top five right. in terms of most populous countries in the world by, tw- I can't remember what it was, 2040, yeah. 2050, whatever. Huge market. You know, they already have whatever, a couple hundred million, but they will be in, you know, maybe a billion people. That's it. So they're getting in early on this massively developing company or country. Um, yeah, it could be big. It's an emerging market, right? So Absolutely. We're always trying to be early here on Beanstalk. So what do we, so Algorand right now, it's like number 30th ranked coin. Fully diluted market cap around four bill. Yeah, I mean the chart. The chart is <laughs> bottoming out. I like, mean, well, you we can't can. ask for much more of a bottom line, really. Like, I mean, you. It can also. It can always go lower. I know you, but when you compare it to before this show, we were looking at uh, Matic. Yep. You know, it's trading at seventy some odd cents, but a few weeks ago it was trading at thirty cents. Mm. That's a hell of a fucking sell off. Yeah. Right now, Algorand is ninety percent down from its all time high. Yeah, um, that's when you want to buy a I dollar know, cost average. I noticed in. that they changed their to- uh, token distribution. So that all 10 billion were supposed to be in circulation um, by 2024. They've moved it to 2030 now. Right. So it's going to be a, a little bit of a slower release. That's good. Uh, I think that's better for the token price. Yeah, uh, long term. Definitely. So, you know, all things considered, after all the you know research we've done, the technology, the interesting partnerships they've made, some may be flying under the radar. Mm. Um, I think I would be happy to add Algorand to my basket of dollar cost average coins for this bear market. I think it's got a massive future ahead. Yeah, definitely. That Again, why it is one of my largest holdings, yeah. uh, and I have been grabbing more throughout this bear market. That and HBAR are the two that I'm just going to keep. Yeah, pouring money into for sure. You know, look, guys, if you have uh, any other coins that you want us to do a truth about episode, leave them in the comments. We want to know what your favorite coins are, and whichever one gets the most likes, 
we'll do a truth about episode. Or anything we missed about Algorand. Let us know because we are always looking to learn and educate ourselves even a little bit further. And sometimes Shane and I miss stuff. So For sure. let us know. And then make sure you tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.